Y'all hear that? I do. What's that? Saw your vibrator wrong, Dizzle. <laughs> it's bro, it's the headset. <laughs> I might have to go get my, I might have to find another my other headphones, man. This shit I told you it's gonna sound weird. As soon as you hit record, <laughs> that shit was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still sounding like it? Nah, it's no, gone man. now. It's gone now. Uh, <laughs> and we keeping that in there, too. <laughs> you can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 230. What we gonna name this episode before we get into the topics? Gamer Dizzle. Usually somebody says something outlandish, and then that, that's usually the title. Right. Facts. We starting early, man. Uh, a Dizzle, man. This this on you, man. You running the show. I'm chilling. What's good, man? <laughs> well, shit. How, how the week was, man? It's been a lot of action this week. Oh, a lot of action, man. So much action, man. Uh, shoot, I want to say, start off by saying rest in peace to Cicely Tyson, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, for a woman to be born in like what 1925, uh, a black woman and that skin complexion of a black woman to become an actress and a model, that's crazy. I remember the first time I even heard of Cicely Tyson was uh in school back when we used to have to ro- watch Roots for Black History Month, man. So, like, she was in know, Roots, yeah, she was cool. <laughs> mama. yeah, she was cool. Wow. Mama in Roots, man. You gotta think like this is like the 80s, dude. So, like she was 50 then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she already had years in the game in the 80s. And, you know, obviously she did a ton of Tyler Perry movies after that and everything like that, man. So definitely want to shout out RP to Miss Cicely Tyson, man. Yeah, yes, when sir. she passed, I'm like, I don't ever, I remember her name and I know her face, but I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. But I, did, like- but I didn't know she was in Roots. Every interaction that I have with somebody 30 and below this week, I said that same thing. Like, I know I knew her, that name, but I don't think I've seen nothing. And then we started, you know, naming off, you know, you've seen Tyler Perry this, Tyler Perry that. you see, yeah. Roots. You've seen, you know. She, she was fits. in an episode of, what's that, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. She was yeah. the homegirl's mom or something. And then yeah. that one that one Netflix movie uh, that just came uh, oh, not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Another Tyler Perry hey, but it, yeah, yeah. So we were just running through all that, but definitely a pioneer, you know, to come from modeling. I'm gonna keep it funky. I never thought she was like the most prettiest thing. Like when I looked at those pictures, like even in her youth, like she just never really seemed to be like the prettiest, but that acting. Yeah. Beast you know, mode. Top 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 five, top five, top five. You know, she out there. So Yeah, I mean Rest she was in just peace. crazy crazy. Like she just released her memoirs like last week. You know, yeah. so like mm-hmm. crazy, crazy how stuff work out like that, man. Yeah, yeah, man. RP. We also lost Hank Aaron. I think during the week, uh, the week between the pods. So definitely, you know, I come from a baseball youth for sure. So I didn't know who Hank Aaron was. Um, <laughs> just cut, just cut it out. Give me ten push-ups. Give me ten push-ups. Man, <laughs> honestly, what I, I didn't know he was a black guy. I did. I, I swear to Bob, I did not know. Like I knew he's a baseball. I know the name. I knew he's a baseball player, but I, that was that's the extent of my knowledge of Hank Aaron. Oh man, Hank Aaron, hell of a oh. baseball player. Obviously, you know what I'm saying he retired from baseball before. You know what I'm saying? I was born and everything like that. But something about Hank Aaron and something that really bothered me about the coverage about uh, his passing was, you know, they like, oh, man, he was so courageous and he was so courageous for, you know, breaking Babe Ruth's home run record um, during so much racism and everything like that. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. courageous, no doubt. But how about we talk about how America treated him? Like, that's the bigger story to me. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah. a, a black man being treated like shit because he's breaking a white man's record. Like, you know, that's the bigger story to me, man. So point the mirror at yourselves about how horrible, you know what I'm saying, America was to this man. And also give him his props for being a great baseball player, man. So definitely RIP to Mr. Hank Aaron. Yeah, I remember hearing him say that, like, he literally thought he was going to die before the the record was broken just because of everything he was dealing with all the all the racism and just you know bigotry that was going on back then and he was dealing with all that and then for him to break the record and those two fans run on the field I know you've seen that Dizzle where the two fans run next to the baseball player as he uh, hit that's the home not, run 
Yeah. So, okay. Okay. You know, I do remember that scene. I'm sure that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that tension was like, oh shit, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, like just having to go through all that and the mental roller coaster of you doing something that I think at that time was like a 33 year record. If I'm don't don't quote me, but something like that. It was Beirut had that record for a minute before it got yeah. broken. So. And the thing about it, like, that was done in Atlanta. So we look at Atlanta in 2021, like, oh, man, it's the Black Haven. This this the new Motown. Right. Look, they changed the election. They helped uh, Trump get out of office, man. But you got to think, man, this is like in the 60s and 70s, man. This mm. ain't this ain't what we think it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he was dealing with a lot back in those days from his own, quote, unquote, fans, hoping he wouldn't break the record. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. RIP to Mr. Hank Aaron. Damn, some legends, some legends. Yes, sir. But look, man, some uh, some cash was getting thrown around, man. I, and when I saw this shit, I'm thinking, I know Killer, Killer been in the game. He he, he at least gambles, but <laughs> this kind of gamble. So, so, uh, are you in? Are you in a selling and trading stocks? So it's so crazy that this happened now because. Literally for the last, I'm going to say, three to four weeks, my off time has been 99% learning about stocks, 1% watching The Wire. So <laughs> I, I, I literally have been spending every breathing second I have down getting interested in this world. So about three or four weeks ago, I got a Robinhood account. I think I put like 500 on there and just started, you know. Okay. You know, just, just just messing around with That's it. That's a so, good chunk. That ain't no that ain't no twenty five free trial. Let's see what right. twenty five do. Five hundred is an investment. Yeah, I wanted to go ahead and just you know I I have been saving and they say that let your money make money. So I'm trying to find the most you know passive aggressive way to do so. You know, saying so I'm not I'm not out here. I have friends that's out there. You know, when I tell them I'm doing this, my friend. Three weeks ago, said, "Bro, buy some GameStop," and I'm like, "You know, for what? That's that company gonna be trashed." Like I'm thinking to myself, like, "For what?" Yeah. So, Insider killer. <laughs> so, but but I ignored it. I, I was just like, yeah, "Three whatever. weeks ago." Yeah, this is three weeks ago. He was like, "Buy some GameStop. Buy some GameStop." So, um, kind of just ignored it and messing around. Watching this, I watched this guy on YouTube who t- he basically started a YouTube channel growing from zero to 100K in a year. He shows all his plays. He teaches you about the stock market. It's this black dude. I'm just kind of gravitating to his videos and just been watching. So for, for, for what happened this week with the market, you know, with basically they just shut out the little guy and let the big guy eat the, the hedge funds. So, so basically the hedge funds um, have a way well not the hedge funds. Any anyone has a way to make money on the market, but they, they are dealing with billions and billions of dollars. So they have put out that, you know, GameStop, Blackberry, some of these companies that you know shouldn't AMC. be falling out. Yeah. yeah. Um wagering basically that the that it was gonna go down to make money. So they 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 predict it's gonna go down. It goes down and then they basically can buy again and re- like double up their money, just recirculate their money. Well, the little guys, a group of people on Reddit, you know, came together and started this whole movement of like, nah, let's let's split the script. So yeah, start started buying up GameStop, GameStop, and that it got up to like close to five hundred dollars, four eighty somewhere in that range. But I mean, the the some of the videos I've seen online where somebody took like a seven thousand dollar investment. And made like 80k. You know, some people took 80k and made 800,000. You know, like it was just like crazy, crazy things. But then the CEO of Robinhood said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 y'all, y'all, y'all about to sh- too much dip on your chip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take out my money? So, so he decides, uh, along with some others, to kind of limit, stop. You know, kind of pre- prevent the little guy from doing what the big guy been doing to the little guy forever." You know what I'm saying? So I, I saw you know, like the NBA equivalent was the the Lakers traded for Chris Paul and the NBA stopped it. <laughs> that, that, that's, basically, that's basically what's happening in the stock market. Niggas, the, the little niggas making a little too much money. Um, so we had to we had to shut that shit down. <laughs> my, 
Go back in your place, know your role, go ahead and make a little bit of money, but let these big dogs eat the way they always been eating. It's so messed up. It's so foul that these p- companies can do that. But, you know, to their defense, man, they write those in, in the little bylaws, the little small print that we don't read or whatever, that they hold every right to freeze accounts, stop you from selling, stop you from buying whatever they deem fit. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just foul, man. It's just foul, man. And, and I commend anybody that gets into uh, trading stocks, man. It's a it's a game that I don't really understand. I can be perfectly honest about that. Like, it, it just seems so, so, I don't even know the proper word for it. I don't want to say shady, but judging off of what Robin Hood just did to a lot of people, that does seem shady. But it's yeah. just like, man, it, it, it's a racket. It's a racket just like anything else, man. I don't have the patience for it, nor... Do I have like the ebbs and flows? I can't rock with it like that. Like you talked about earlier, I want to go with something little risk, yeah, solid, mm-hmm. solid reward, and and let it be, man. I, I like, can't go in there look like you know if you look at your four hundred one k like on a monthly basis, it'll drive you insane. That's why I don't yeah. even look at my shit like that. I look at the statements that I get like what every three four months or whatever. But like I can log on and look at it every day if I wanted to, but. For what? I'm going to drive myself crazy looking at myself lose all that money. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and keep it funky, too, because in these last three weeks, it's been such a roller coaster for me. I, I've started reading about uh, Bitcoin and Dogecoin and all these things that are you know happening. So I find myself on Coinbase, which is a site where you can kind of do that. You can kind of buy those things. And, you know, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing Dogecoin for like three cents, two cents. And, and then I see Bitcoin at like 34,000, 32,000, 37. Like it's just a roller coaster. And I'm thinking to myself, Elon Musk, all these people have said these Dogecoin coming. I'm three weeks in learning. I'm like, I don't want to get left behind. Let right. Me th- let me get a thousand shares at three cents. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, so while all this was talking about it though, I'm like, yo, I, I invested in Bitcoin back when the first surge came. So what, like 2016, 2017? Yeah. When it first was popping, I think I put a I put a hundred and fifty in there, and just forgot about it. Oh, Real jumping in. Realized I had a Coinbase <laughs> account. Had to get my password back up and running. I logged in. It it basically doubled. So okay. It, it wasn't nothing crazy, but I it was good to know. I looked back and was like, yo, at least I got in on it. You know, my yeah. money made money, so I can at least see how it worked. So I went ahead and put fifty more bucks on 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 the uh, Bitcoin. See what it do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly my play. Like, there's no way I can spend thirty whatever thousand to get one full coin. So it's like, let me just, you know, if I got thirty dollars and, and I'm about to go do something stupid with it, like, let me take a second and be like, uh, this is yeah. just this, this is just the risk, you know what I'm saying? And this could actually pay out to where you know it could be something other than you know in a few years, like in yeah, five, exactly. five years, that shit quadrupled times ten, like. This uh digital shit is gonna be going crazy. Yeah, yeah. I have. I'll go ahead, Kev. No, I was just gonna say. To be fair, you know, people that do stocks and trading and learning about it, you know, what I'm saying it's no different from like what I kind of do when I flip sneakers or whatever. It's just something mm-hmm. that I just I'm just not comfortable with. Like I can tangibly see sneakers. I can't tangibly see you know Bitcoin and everything like right. that. It's, it's just exactly. it's just a really it's a mindset for people. You got a, a hump. You got to get over a hump. I have to get over, and people that yeah. don't do that stocks and trading, it's a hump they got to get over to get comfortable with it. I I don't know if I'll ever get there, but you know what I'm yeah. saying for everybody that's out there doing it, man, I wish them nothing but the best of luck, man, because they talking about potentially giving us or citizens two bands a month, man. They they trying to propose that. I'm with all that. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe I'll do some trading if I'm getting the extra two bands a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be like me because I got my finger on the sell button three weeks in. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm down what percent? How much? Abort, abort, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to learn to do it right. That's why I'm like taking my time, not jumping to nothing crazy. They say invest in things you believe in. So that's the path I'm going right now. So Nike. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you can't lose, can't lose with those. Yeah. But um, shit, man, I had my first. COVID gig of the, of the new year yesterday, man. I know y'all seen the I, I see snap. A, I, I see yeah. a hairline look a little fresh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bruh, first haircut in shit, three, four months. I still ain't getting no retwist, but uh, the, the lineup was definitely needed, bro. 
But the, the gig was dope, man. Folks, wasn't no social distancing, of course, but definitely everybody had on their mask, um, hand sanitizer everywhere. And I've had a tip jar. This was my second, actually my second time using a tip jar. And I, I made 37 extra dollars. Hey. Okay. So it okay. Little, it was successful, I would say. So, so how do you feel mentally having a tip jar? Like, we, do you be sitting there like, do you be bugging out? Like, like Well, the first time I used I it, the first time I used it, I put $2 in there just to, like, get a visual. Yeah. yeah. Went to the bathroom. My shit was gone. <laughs> 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 I was down, too, nigga. So this time, I kept a close eye on it. You know what I mean? I put, a, I put $2 in there, and folks started coming. They was looking. They was definitely tipping. It was open bar, so the, the bartender was getting hella tips. So I'm on the mic. You know, make sure you tip your bartender. And I got my tip jar here, too, if you're feeling generous. So a couple people came up. It was actually, I would say, this is probably my best gig ever, man. Like, this shit was lit. This shit was dope. Everybody, was, folks was coming up to me tipping, getting business cards. Um, Made me think, made me rethink. Because I know this was, you know, I was, I'm on my exit strategy from DJing. Trying to get into this real estate. But last night was a hell of a time, man. Shit made me rethink. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to get it popping. End up booking another gig off of last night. So, shit was oh. dope. So I'm using your bag, sir. I was in my bag. I was in my bag. <laughs> How long you gonna quarantine now? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> shit. Scratching and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know, man. We supposed to be doing something for Valentine's Day, so you know that's two weeks. Be at the crib chilling. Y'all ain't have nothing going on other than you know Bitcoin stock trading. Anything, anything popping uh, for y'all to do? Shit, lots of TV. Uh, finished up. Got all the way caught up on for life. It's I. Right. It's cool. It's something to watch during the lockdown situation. Uh, <laughs> just literally just watched the Salt and Pepper movie. I would tell you this, man. Is that Lifetime? Bye. Yeah, these these lifetime biopics, boy, they are something else, man. I can't Just do that. So so real quick, real quick. Uh, Kid and Play and Martin Lawrence all worked with Salt and Pepper like at a, a call center back in the days or whatever. And the two actors they got to play Kid and Play looked like them, but the <laughs> actor they got to play Martin look like <laughs> Martin today as opposed to Martin. <laughs> you know like Big Mama. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was husky in the whole nine yards of life, bruh. And, and, and that's, the, that's the other thing about biopics, things that I don't actually really even like about theatrical biopics is you can't smash somebody's whole, you know, 30, 40 years of life into two hours. You just can't do that, man. So, like, that's why I'm on the wave of, like, yo, man, we need to do these netflix joints do 10 episodes so you can stretch these joints out man because it was just seemed like the greatest hits things that you heard of and they just said reenact this scene reenact this famous thing <laughs> it's all like it was it was whack all due respect to the actors and actresses and everybody who played their part i'm sure they got a decent check but lifetime man like like the leah biopic was terrible this was terrible the wifey said we gotta watch the Wendy Williams one. I'm like, what is going on? That here? lifetime. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I ain't gonna be able to do it. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I cannot do them lifetime movies. I'll be three minutes in and it's like, bruh, what? And it, it's talking about the, it, like the lighting or something. You can tell when it's a lifetime movie <laughs> comparable to any other movie, bruh. Like the, <laughs> the lighting is off. Right. There's something about it, man. I don't know. I don't Those know. be the movies where the where the cup be on the left and they pan away and come back and the cup be on the right. <laughs> be a whole different cup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hilarious. Nigga be in the background fake eating green beans. Nigga ain't got nothing on the fork. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how that damn Tyler Perry movie was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my ne next 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 topic I got on on deck. Something that happened to me, and I know we talked about my brother a couple weeks ago, but I gotta bring something else back up, bro. Uh -oh. He did something that that irked me, and I just want to know if I'm tripping or <laughs> if it's like regular shit. Can I cut it in real quick? Oh, for sure, for sure. Did you go to the airport? Oh. So the update, no, he found his own way. Okay. Found, his, found his own way from the airport. 
and and picked up his truck. I was still asleep when he came and got his truck. So he was on some independent shit. I'm surprised. I was so surprised. Wow. Okay. So props okay, so to him for that. that. <laughs> we, got, we got that cleared up, man. But I, I was about to I was about to have to check him, bro, because oh, me and him, and this is my oldest brother. This dude is like 36, 30, or 37, 38. Like he up there. <laughs> So thanks. thanks. We we watch chilling. Your, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> he up there. <laughs> he up there, and he younger than me and Killer. Oh shit. <laughs> My bad. But look, all right. So, we go to the Dollar General, bro, because he he doing his laundry at the crib. He don't got a washer and dryer, so we we go to Dollar General. He gets some detergent, and I get two things of juice, two things of water, just for the crib. We get back to the crib. He washing his clothes. We watching football. Like everything is solid. My nigga breaks open. He busts open the juice, bruh. Busts open the juice. And I'm looking at this nigga like, does this nigga just open my shit? Knowing I haven't gotten him yet. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to get that much, bruh. All right, he get a little bit. Ain't no big deal. We go about the day. I come back down later that night, bruh. Half the juice is gone, bruh. And I'm thinking, my nigga, we was at Dollar General together. You saw me grab the juice, bro. If you wanted some juice, buy some juice. So am I, am I tripping, bro? Because I'm thinking to myself, my pet peeve, it's like an unwritten rule. If you go to somebody else's house, don't open new shit. You know what I'm saying? You can have some juice, but don't crack it. It's, don't, don't crack the new bag of chips. Like, right. stay out of my shit. Now. I wouldn't do that at y'all house, but I definitely would do that to my brother. <laughs> you would crack, crack open his Hell new yeah, juice. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, like real quick story, man. Back with uh, my brother and uh, one of our homeboys, Kelly, used to stay together or whatever. I went over there uh, like home for Thanksgiving or whatever. I basically bashed a whole bag of potato chips <laughs> while them niggas was like gone at work. Like, fuck them Damn. niggas. Damn. <laughs> Hell, out here in the streets. But in your case, in your case, you're married, so like, yeah, it's yours, but it's yours and your wife's. So like, if my brother was married, I wouldn't do that. But if since he's single, I would just do that shit to that dude every day. <laughs> He'd be all right. Man, that shit had me. My blood was boiling when I walked past and looked at in his cup. Bro. My heart was racing like I was about to square up with him. He's about to flip the cup. <laughs> Bruh, I was looking. I'm thinking in my mind. I know this nigga ain't got juice again. And it, it was straight juice, bruh. Full to the brim. We got a juice. We got a juice. The Tropicana Premium, bruh. No, no, no. Not Tropicana. Minute, it was Minute Maid. Minute Maid. Tastes good, too. <laughs> I heard him smacking. Well, you know, when you sip and you can feel it in the back, you, you got to, like, yeah, you got to do one of them. I heard that shit. I'm like, bro, that's not water. <laughs> So for for me, this is so funny to hear because I I come from the only child world, so I don't know that that whole thing from growing up to now of of, of of the constant the constant yeah the constant boundary breaking that happens with brothers and and, and siblings, but I see it in my children, and, it, and like so like so I get it I, I get it from my friends I get it from my from my kids, but like personally, on first I do that too is my mom like I come in mom's house. Like you, oh. you over here, you over here, just you and pops. Y'all got a whole pantry for what? Like, <laughs> like, let me help let you me out. See, yeah, let me see what's Hell in this yeah. pantry. This pantry deep. Let me see what's going on up in here. So I do that to my mom all the time. But like my middle kid, like I can go to her right now, like with a sweet tooth. Like, hey, yo, let me get some chocolate. She got a whole stash that she will forever keep stashed just to rub it in her sister's face when her sister wants some chocolate. She'll just pull out one, like. <laughs> I got one, you know what I'm saying? Like, so <laughs> it's a constant, constant. Just I, I, I see the boundaries being broken. So, but me personally, just my mom is who I do that too. So oh, I'm, man. so I'm asking y'all, do y'all got any unwritten rules? Cause that's, that's for, for sure is mine. Don't open my shit. If it ain't open, don't, don't take it. Oh man, y'all know what mine is, man. Time, man. I'm a, I'm a stickler yeah. for, I'm a stickler for time, and slowly but surely. I'm becoming an organization freak too, man. Slowly but surely, like that's that's starting to take control of, of my life now too. I'm like, mm, let's let's organize this. Let's organize the pantry. Let's organize the bathroom supplies. Let's organize. Like I don't know where this shit is coming from, dog. I'm I'm getting to an old man stage, man. Like 
I'm starting to worry about myself. <laughs> yeah, I think mine is definitely sitting around time too because, like, I struggle with the fact of like we know we going somewhere at four o'clock. It's nine a.m. Like, there's no reason why we we, we all can't be ready to go at two thirty and just be sitting right. on the couch versus rushing at two forty-five. Oh, like, I'll be I'll be sitting there with my shoes off and just ready to go, but I'm chilling. Take me two seconds to put my shoes on, but like the family got to be like in in the second ponytail of twelve. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, wait, what are we about to do? We got to leave in ten minutes to be on time. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's always yeah. centered around that on time thing for me. I think that's the military in me too. But I, if I'm five minutes, if I'm five minutes early, I feel like I'm damn near late. You know what I'm saying? That's a good question. <laughs> Maybe I'm petty. You bring up something good, killer. Uh, since you have three little girls, man, do you know how to do hair? Mm. Man, I, I got a man bun, so they can get a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I grab that thing, you know, poly, one big ponytail. That's all they get out of me. Nothing else. That's the basics. That's all you need for real. <laughs> <laughs> the basics. Nothing else. So I might just be petty then, because I swear, my like I said, man, my heart was racing when I saw the juice. Like, I was about ready to right, fight. How, how much juice? Wait, wait, how, like, we're talking like a two Bro, liter? No, I got them, the the big carton. You know the carton. Like, <laughs> with the, with the, with the, I know what you're talking about, like, with the little like punchy hole to, on it. Yeah. He drank half of that. Damn. He put a dent in it. Okay, exactly. The, the real question is, what did the wifey say? She said, don't open my shit. Like, oh, when, I, when I asked her about it, like, that's, I feel like that's regular unwritten rules. Like, you go to somebody else's house, if it ain't open, don't open it. It sounds like you got to put the big cups away when you have guests. I'm about to just have to hide the juices when he come <laughs> over. It's him. <laughs> and look, he go, I know he know, bro, because the, I think you it was like now. a it was like a couple, little, couple days later, bro, because he uh, came over again a couple days later, stayed the night. Ain't no big deal. He made a post on Facebook like, yo, my brother got all the almond milk I ever seen, bro. I had to, <laughs> had, to, had to drink some in the middle of the night. Tag, tag me in it and everything. I'm like, bro. You're looking out, little bro. Drink, right. Little bro you. water. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just about to say, you been getting a little bro. That's what it sound like. I'm about to just check him when he sleep, bro. Do a hot... <laughs> Do how a ghost did Tariq when he was sleeping. <laughs> How's that going? How's TV going? How's power going? Shit, I'm almost through a season five, man. I'm almost caught up. Oh, shit. Jeez. You know who we're on to next. Killer, what's good? Episode four. Okay, we're making progress. That's so Not right. as much progress as you should be making, but. Yeah, no, I t I'm off Tuesday. I'm off Thursday. And I already pawned off the kid. I've been taking my uh, little kid. My baby goes to speech therapy. <laughs> her every Thursday for, since like Thanksgiving. So I hit the wife with the, okay, can your boy just have one day off? So Thursday is going to be straight bed, snacks, and TV. I'm super, I'm already playing that out. I'm excited for that day. Massage Wednesday. So Okay. You got a whole yeah. job planned out. So how you feeling the first couple episodes, man? What you thinking so far? I, I like it. I mean, like, I, so I'm, I haven't learned names. I'm still struggling with the names, but I know that the the, the curly haired cop seemed to be pretty damn nosy. Um, McNulty. He yeah, he seems to be. He seems to be, you know, nosy. And then this whole, I don't know the 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 name of the group, but like the the drug dealers, you know, the 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 the, the, the nephew. I guess is is that the nephew, yeah, the one that's kind. He's kind of got my attention with, like, you know, he out here, you know, talking about chess moves with people and, you know, just, like, just the how, how he moving got me wondering is he, is he going to be around. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eagerly I'm eagerly watching. I just haven't had – my issue is when I watch it, I'm usually, like, I go from, like, sitting up to, like, let me go ahead and get in the bed and watch. <laughs> and, then, and then by, like, the 45th minute, I done fell asleep. So then I got to uh -huh. wake up. And I'm three episodes ahead. Like, wait, wait, wait. Gotta, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, that's been happening to me this past week. But I plan on getting some TV in this week for sure. I'm trying to catch up with Power before uh, Snowfall get popping. That's later on. Uh, shit, later I, on this month. Yeah, the 24th, I, I believe. Yeah. I definitely, um, definitely watched that. that. 
Yeah, definitely gonna be watching that. One. So that's something like, all right, like I'll be trying to be in the bed. Like I don't want to start a new show at ten o'clock. Like so at ten o'clock, I want to be in the bed watching Family Feud, relaxing, chilling or whatever. But Snowfall comes on at ten o'clock, so that is one of the few shows that I will stay up late to finish and watch. Man, only other things that I stay up late to finish watching is sports. Anything else, I gotta be chilling in the bed, relaxing, man. But Snowfall. Because yeah, they're fucking up social media. The next morning, you trying to check the scores and catch the whole ending. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, someone so got killed. I wanted to ask y'all, do y'all like watching y'all shows live, or do you want to get that 30-minute, like, pause, that way you can fast-forward commercials? Are you, a, are you a DVR so you can just flow through it all? Like, you like to, like, what's your preference when yes. you're watching a show? If it's a, if it's snowfall, I'm already invested. I gotta watch it live because I already know half my timeline talking about it. But a show like I watched Game of Thrones, Power, I liked catching on to it later on. That way yeah. I can watch it, binge it. I can watch five episodes straight, and not have to wait every week. Like right. shows like that, I I I'm glad I binged it instead of watching it real time. Yeah, for the shows that I'm super invested in, like he said with Snowfall, I got to be there when the opening credits start. I don't care about commercials. I'll power through them. I don't care. But, like, a show that I watch strictly because ain't nothing really else going on, like All-American, I could be 15, 20 minutes late and catch up halfway through because I'm fast through <laughs> commercials. But I can't watch that shit. Man, oh, man, you need to come on with it, man. Come on, get down with the All-American, dog. <laughs> well, y'all definitely stop. It's good, bad TV. <laughs> y'all definitely sound like kidless married men because having these children around, I, me and the wife have to do a picture of all three. Like we 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 start out watching something live, like week one, week two, but then when we invested into it and really want to watch it, it's like we don't want that interruption of, hey, can I have some milk, daddy? Uh, what do we gonna do tomorrow? When I, like just a thousand questions that kids gonna be coming and asking, so we might you know start it. And then uh, finish it like that evening. But normally, what we do, we let it build up. Like if we like a show, we watch a week or two, and then we just gotta duck social media. And then we'll usually like catch it. Um, like we're both early morning to wake up, so we get it at five o'clock for no reason. Dang. Look at each other like you know episode of so and so. Sure, and then, you know. So that's kind of how we rock and watch our shows normally. But having kids, we can't just uh, kick back and watch it and then. Make the snack run during commercials because if you open that door, you're liable to have a flood of questions and a flood of interruptions, you know, for the next hour. <laughs> mm. We got some, uh, we got some must watch TV coming up Sunday, Super Bowl. What's Super Bowl LV? What's LV? <laughs> What's that oh, like 52, 3, 4? 55, I believe, right? Well, oh, yeah, that, it gotta be, yeah, it gotta be, it gotta be 55. Okay, well, we got Super Bowl uh, 55 this Sunday coming up. Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. We got the young Buck Mahomes. We got the old GOAT Brady head-to-head. The rematch that niggas need. Who y'all got, man? Killer. I, I would love to see Mahomes take down Brady at the crib. But with Brady at the crib, and 20 years of me rooting for the other guy, it always seemed to be that Brady gets the last laugh. So as much as I want Mahomes to pull this off, um, I think Tampa Bay might shock the world. So so wait, I want to ask that though, because I saw it was it's in it's in Tampa Bay. Is it a <clears throat> did they already decide it was in Tampa before the season, or is yeah. this like some COVID shit? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl's usually like a year, about a year out. So by the start of the, before the season starts, you know where the Super Bowl is going to be. And um, this is the first time in the history of the Super Bowl that the home hosting team of the Super Bowl actually has the home team playing in it. So. And they're going to be able to have fans there, too. Yep. Yep. They only got to paint one end zone this year. <laughs> I, I'm rolling with KC. I'm rolling with KC, man. I think they just got too much firepower, man. I think they just got too many weapons. I mean, you about to get Le'Veon Bell back. You about to get Sammy Watkins back. You already got Tariq Hill. You already got Travis Kelsey. I just think they got too many weapons because if you try to double Kelsey, then somebody else gonna be open. You try to double Tariq Hill, 
that means Watkins is going to be over. I just think it's too many weapons at the end of the day for their defense to deal with. And Tampa Bay got a hell of a defense. They got some great defensive players, and they yeah. play super physical on the back end. But you can't double everybody. I think eventually somebody going to break open, and KC going to win it. I think KC going to win it late, late in the fourth. See that? My fear with it all is a close game, I feel like Brady going to pull that off. And then a blowout, we've seen that with Seattle. We've seen that in other Super Bowls with Brady where you like – I'll never forget that Super Bowl because he was down 21 at halftime, and I had a I had a military friend who was a diehard Patriots fan, and I sent him the, the, the Tom Brady-Jordan crying meme at halftime. And I would never forget, he called me – You want the Falcons game? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Falcons when they were down 21. And he called me back at the end of that game, and I promise you he blew my phone up for like a week. And Man. The, it was, just, it was a, another. We was at Aces, Dizzle. That's trash, though, bro. <laughs> so I'm watching the game, trying to pick up the radio truck. They blowing <laughs> them out. They blowing them out right before I leave. So I'm like, all right, I ain't going to miss it. About time I get to Aces, they already back and about to be up. Like I, I, missed, the, <laughs> I missed the entire comeback. <sighs> but what, what y'all, what's the scores y'all got? Because I got, I got Chiefs in a blowout win. Oh, blowout, blowout. I got a blowout. It's gonna be it's gonna be over by the <clears throat> by the middle of the third. This shit gonna be wrapped. I got something like 31-21. 31-21. I think they they gonna ice it in the fourth with a with a pass over the top for like a 50-yard bomb to get them to 31. And that's gonna be all she wrote. 31-21 KC. I'm gonna go 38. Ooh. 38 to 24. Mm. Bucks. Bucks. Mm. Mm. You know man. how Dizzle feel Coast, about the black quarterbacks, Coast, man. No, man. <laughs> see, see, so like, I, if I pick, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this whole postseason reverse psychology. I pick, I pick the Steelers to win early in the postseason just in case. I blew that, <laughs> blew that 50 gladly. So, uh. With, with this one, like, I pick Brady, and if it don't happen, I'm wrong. I'm ecstatic because I am <laughs> tired of the Brady run. But he has gotten to the point where, like, I can't let my emotions deny this man's GOAT status and what he has done in his career and how old he is and how he continuously – I mean, this is, like, what, his 11th – this is, like, Bill Russell Sam. numbers and like, yeah, Bill Russell ball. numbers in, in, in uh, football. It's just yeah. half of his – Half of his career, I think I heard something where they said half of his career going to the Super Bowl is a higher than Steph Curry's three-point career percentage. <laughs> crazy. Like, it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking 38-14, the Chiefs, man. We got, we got Mahomes. If Mahomes wins, if Mahomes beats the GOAT in the chip, he on his way, bro. Like he he already got the MVP in his second year. He already got the Super Bowl win in his third year. If he if he beats Tom Brady and gets his second Super Bowl in his fourth year, he already got a Hall of Fame career. Just just oh, over yeah. that. No, yeah. No, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. If if he's able to if the Chiefs are able to pull this off and you know, we're all expecting him to have a great game, he's going to the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about it. But something yeah. I always like to bring up to people, man, we can't take and I'm sure these athletes shouldn't take making it to the Super Bowl this early in their career for granted because you can look at one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Dan Marino. He holds so many records to this day. He made it to the Super Bowl in the second year and never made it back. It's dudes mm-hmm. that make it and ball out early in their career. Like, look, look at Aaron Rodgers. He ain't been to the Super Bowl since 2010. Yeah. Like, they, they, a, they put his playoff, what was it, NFC or whatever conference he in up against yeah. Brady's one year. It's like, this, yeah. shit, this shit is wild. Because like you said, they, they don't always make it back. They don't, you don't mm-hmm. always make it back, man. Like, look at look at Ben Roethlisberger. His first uh, stint of his career, man, he got two Super Bowls, then made it to another one, lost to Green Bay, ain't made it back since. Like, it, it like people like take like what LeBron is doing for granted. Like, oh, man, he always there. Shoot, Tom Brady always there, but you know a whole bunch of other people never even make it there. Right? Yeah, like it's hard work. It's hard work to make it there. So I wish him nothing but best of luck because I mean, right now Tom Brady is Tom Brady the goat. Regardless, if he win this one, he's still the goat. Mm-hmm. If he lose, he's still the goat. The only way he gonna get outgoated is if Mahomes Some... keeps winning. 
know what I'm yeah. saying? So Brady, Brady ain't, can't do nothing to hurt his legacy. You know what I'm saying? I can't stand him. I mean, he went mm-hmm. to Michigan. He he beats my team, Pittsburgh Steelers, every back year. Every year. <laughs> so, like, I can't stand it, but you know what I'm saying? I ain't no hater. I got to salute greatness when the greatness does it, man. Because, like, it, w- it was that Super Bowl, the one that they came back. When we yeah. said Aces versus the Falcons, I, that's why I couldn't I couldn't deny it no more, man. I was I, I couldn't stop. I had to give him his prize and like, man, he the goat, man. Like, dude, they was down twenty something in the third quarter, dude, and they came back and won. You gotta yeah. give him his props. Crazy. Real quick, how y'all feel about the Stafford and Jared Goff trade? Ooh, look, man, you, you crazy. You crazy, like. The the Rams is the Rams is treating draft picks like NBA teams do. They don't care about draft picks because they're focused on getting elite talent like a Jalen Ramsey and locking them up. So they need they felt like their quarterback was under par. So basically they gave up a whole bunch of first round picks for a guy that think they can get them over the hump. But what their organization is doing, they GM and they scouting department, they're finding dudes like John Johnson. And uh, Jordan Fuller from Ohio State in like the seventh round, and them dudes mm-hmm. is all pro players. Like, so yeah. I ain't got no problem with it. it. Ain't like, you know. And and furthermore, they paying a big big money to to uh, all their defensive players and everything like that. Like, so now they ain't got to pay a first round pick. You paying cheap money to all these second and third round picks. So I like the yeah. way they going. Not every team can pull it off, but I think they're gonna pull it off. Yeah. Every- Ever since Matt Stafford threw out his shoulder in that game and came back in and, and threw the touchdown and, and like just showed his heart, I've always been had a slight, <laughs> slight fandom fandom for him. But one of the funniest things I saw this week was like Cam Akers, who was running back for the Rams. Yeah. They were saying like the next time that he gonna get a first round draft pick, and it was showing like the <laughs> meme of like the the hundred year old that was having the Make a Wish touchdown. He was. Like, <laughs> It was like he ain't gonna never see nobody, no other, no other competition, no first round pick wise. But nope, I, I'm surprised that they, you know, I think it's great for Matt. I think he, the receivers that the Rams got and the quarterback that he has shown he can be, you know, what I'm saying he he's already proven versus golf that he to get over the hump. So yeah, you know, but Matt Stafford, bro. Like when was the, when was the last time I heard Matt Stafford's name? I mean, look I, I where he's been playing. Shit, that don't mean nothing. I was about to say he's been in the league for how long? And like he ain't proven to me to make this a big deal. Like Deshaun Watson is a young motherfucker. He a young quarterback, still ain't reached his prime. Have we seen we've seen the best of Matt Stafford? He was drafted at 09. See, see first I, pick. Yeah, oh not. The thing about it is, a lot of them and people that like to pick up is gonna say, "Man, it's the Lions. It's the Lions. Like the Lions have eat. had, we the Lions right. had one of the best running backs of all time, Barry Sanders. He decided to retire early. <clears throat> the Lions had one of the best receivers of all time, and Calvin Johnson. He decided to retire early. They retire early is because this organization is trash. Now, yeah. maybe they can get it together. They got a new head coach and all that type of stuff. But he wanted out. Like, look, man, I gave y'all what you said since 09, Killer? Yep, drafted uh, first pick 09. So I didn't, I didn't gave y'all ain't 11 years. Nothing. I gave y'all 11 years of my – and they ain't gave him nothing to return. Like, I didn't gave y'all everything I got. I'm out. They traded him. They got a, they got a whole bunch of shit for him. So if the Lions can't turn it around now, like, they got, already got a – a, a starting caliber quarterback and a whole bunch of picks. Like, what else you want, Lions? So we gonna yo, this see. crazy. The top ten picks from that year, Matt Stafford was one. The next thing I'm actually, I noticed is is Mark Sanchez at five, Andre Smith <sighs> tackle for the Bengals at six, uh, Darius Hayward Bay at seven, and then Crabtree at ten. Sound like a terrible class. Yeah, think, yeah. Maybe he's the only uh, one left. <laughs> All the other names on that, I don't even know. Like Jason Smith tackle, Tyson Jackson defensive end, Aaron Curry linebacker, Mark Sanchez. I mean, it's like there's only a few names in the top ten I even know. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, That's all crazy. that shit that they got for Stafford, man. What is Deshaun Watson about to get traded for? 
Man, listen, I was thinking about that. Like, he really about to get the Texas bad. just be giving up. They don't, they don't even want nothing in return. How they be doing their <laughs> trades. Just take them. It's cool. Don't worry They're about it. For a couple Bitcoin. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're seeing the effects of the coronavirus because places like Houston and Atlanta with these relaxed, you know, relaxed conditions, they are Houston is basketball and football. They just throwing it all away. So give it away. Mm-hmm. Give it away now. Cause he's talking about he want to go to where Miami yeah, Jets yeah. trash teams. I don't like. Yeah. What's the yes. thought process of going from the Texans to the Jets? Nah, man. The, the play is the Dolphins, man. The Dolphins what was ten and six this year, and they missed the playoffs mm-hmm. by one game. They already got like the third and seventeenth pick. And niggas giving up on Tua this this early. I thought they would, niggas was tanking for Tua. What happened with that? That was what two years I, ago. Nigga, I, nigga, nigga, fuck for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> he want them. He want them. Bye. See you. He want them my home commercials because you think Jets, big market, Miami, tax free check, mo money. Like he out here chasing this final bag. Is what it sound like to me. Like he want the biggest market where he can make the make the most noise. Or he got to do somewhere first. Somewhere like Florida, where you gonna get more of that check? <laughs> he, he a baller, and the shit that they got going on in Miami already, like. Miami got a hell of a defense, a real good coach. Like, I'm with it, man. I, I yeah. hope he end up in Miami, man. Like, he, I think he'll ball out there in Miami. Like, they, they ain't got a ton of weapons in Miami, and they already won 10 games. Like, you add him to the mix. It's, he didn't look like, look like personally, like he loved Miami, too. He looked like that kind of dude that just would love Miami as a person. Oh, we'll man. see. Who wouldn't love Miami? So I, I do want to ask much money. have y'all been to an NFL game before? Because I have not. I have. Yes. What's the scene looking like? Niggas scrapping? Niggas is out here wilding? Cause uh Trey Songs got had to had to hem up a police officer. I, I don't know if y'all saw it, had him in a, a nice little headlock. <laughs> yeah. That was a... Uh... You ain't gonna hit me here a lot. We gonna be sitting here <laughs> here a lot. So, <laughs> that was uh, yeah. I was uh, I was reading. So I've heard two different stories. One story I heard said that you had, like, they were allowing people to eat and stuff, but you had to like, you know, eat, put your mask back on. And he was 15, 20 minutes removed from having some food, and they decided to go up there and say something to him, and then it all jumped out to what we saw. But then you know another report was you know kind of what what this had put on the notes. Was that you know they just kind of just get heckled by others in the stands, asking to be quiet, and the witness claimed the officer approached and allegedly got physical with the singer without warning. So, kind of like you know, we need to see the first half of the video is what it sound like. But yeah, I'll, what I saw as soon as I clicked it on, he already had him in the full Nelson. <laughs> yeah, but but you get some licks in because you get, you got you got at least get a shot in if you're gonna hold somebody up like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you about, about to get arrested, you might as well get a couple licks in. Might as well. Might as well. So the games y'all been to is is niggas really scrapping? Like, yeah. th- this shit ain't happening at no basketball game where just a, a fan no. is getting heckled. I've been to mm-hmm. plenty of Pacer games rooting for the other team. You know, I'm, I'm rooting for the other team more times than not at a Pacer game. And there ain't <laughs> never been no issue. I'm not Trey Song, so, but... I mean, I'm saying, like, if, if niggas is just heckling them, at what point is the police officer coming? Like, that shit don't – is that normal? Man, I've been to a couple Bengals games, like, just to be going. Uh, I went to uh, a Cleveland Browns-Pittsburgh Steelers uh, preseason game when I was a kid or whatever, and I seen cats getting into a brawl, like, those <laughs> And I, that's how I get down to NFL games, man, like – you know, you got to think about it. Like, in a fail game, a game kicks off at 1. Like, they get mm-hmm. there at tailgate, like, at 8, 9 in the Wasted. morning. Wasted. And they be ready in there to scrap, man. Like, yeah. I remember, this ain't no uh, NFL game, but when I went to see Ohio State play at Texas a couple years back, it was a big-ass fight in the bathroom. Like, motherfuckers be down mm-hmm. there scrapping, dog. Like... You're right. Like I've never seen like a fight like that break out at a basketball game. I don't know if it's the style of fan or just the amount of alcohol intake that be going on. Yeah, I've I've been to a Bengals Browns game where 
it was a high scoring game. I, I think I want to say the Browns won. And walking out, somebody got cold cocked. And like, <laughs> shit <laughs> talking to the wrong. Cop, I mean, nigga. like, you can hear it. Like, people, you know how people talking and you coming down steps and it's just a rah rah, rah just, just noise. But all of a sudden, you hear, you hear like the contact. Mm-hmm. Like, that's different, and then you see the you know the body start moving, and I'm like oh shit! But like that's probably the rowdiest game I ever been to because that whole game, it was like it seemed like every patch of seating had like a section of dog pound people, and the whole game in my section for sure it was like dudes with their shirt off. I was in the end zone like ten rows back, so you got the fans that trying to be on TV. You got the ones that's nonstop just won't sit down, and like it was just a bunch of tension. The whole game. So I know the those bigger games, those rivalry games for sure. But like, I can't think of no basketball. Not even I've I've been to some pretty intense, you know, triple overtime, you know, high school and college games. I can't think of nothing in basketball like that. So not at all. That's what I'm just saying. I'm, I'm looking at the footage like, damn, they they really is scrapping. He literally <laughs> he had him in a, a mean headlock with a cop, with a cop too. Like, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you 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 tripping, Trey? You tripping, man? He like you gonna take me? You gonna take me? <laughs> yeah, we we gonna we gonna see, man, because he they what they arrested him for uh, assaulting a police officer, of course, trespassing, resisting arrest. So I'm thinking, like, by the uh, account of you know the articles I heard, it could have been avoided. You know, he was defending himself, is what I what I keep hearing. So we are gonna see, man. I don't know. Yeah, shit. When the last time y'all been in a fight? Shit, almost last week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, nah, it's been Man, a minute. Middle school. Mom was in basic training. What? My last fight, basic training. Fighting yeah, over can't. bunks. 55 dudes in a room from 55 places for nine weeks. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I can't even remember like last time I was actually in a scrap, but I do remember this one time in college. At Ray State or whatever, uh, shouts out to the homie AP. We was at some party over the summertime, man. It was cracking, and a fight broke out. And, like, we, like, you know, it ain't got nothing to do with us, so we just playing the sideline, and somebody snuffed my nigga, man. Damn. <laughs> somebody snuffed my nigga, AP, yo. And uh, me and my, I believe it was Corb. He, uh, me and Corb stomped this nigga out because they snuffed <laughs> AP, yo. That shit was crazy, dog. Like that's like the last one I can actually remember. So yeah, man, it's been a minute, but I ain't got, I ain't. Got, <laughs> I'm walking away, man. Y'all, y'all got it. You want to fight? No, I'm straight. <laughs> facts, facts. Well, look, man, we we pulling up to a year. I don't know to say happy anniversary, happy birthday, but uh, it's been one year, one full year since America has seen COVID. Ooh. Did y'all think we was gonna be still experiencing this? When we first heard about it last year, did you think this was going to be still trending topic, still topic of discussion, con- controlling and affecting our lives one year later? Hell no. I know I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about it once we really get the official one-year mark. I know we got uh, the episode where my mom jumped on the podcast and tried to ex- express to us how serious it was. And then we got our yeah. famous uh, shout-out to Rudy episode and everything like that. Yeah. And, yeah. But- but, like, honestly, I thought we was going to have a lockdown for, like, two, three weeks or whatever. We was going to be back to normal. I never in a million years thought we was going to be in the situation that we are in right now. So what made me think about it when I saw Happy Birthday and I started thinking, like, what could that be? And then now you say that. I've been thinking this whole time, I ain't been to the radio station in a damn year. Like, <laughs> we, 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 did, we did this every morning or every week. You know, faithfully rain, sleep, snow. Like I heard, I heard Kev talking about uh, on, on the AM this week, talking about you know icy conditions in the driveway and not not so much getting in but getting out. And I'm yeah. You know, my first my first thought is like, boy, if they knew me and Kev's Sunday story, boy, we had a crazy. <laughs> night. I mean, like 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 just just the commitment we had weekend we got going there, and it's like damn, it's been a year since I've been to the radio station. Like it's crazy. I that kind of stuff is where I'm like. I had no idea it was going to be like that. I saw the pandemic being somewhat of a mess with the leadership that we had and and, and still have because it ain't done. I ain't saying it's fixed because we got a new president, but, you know, the overall mess is still there. 
And I, I just felt like that wasn't going to be a priority for someone where, you know, half the people that's, you know, half the people in the government think, thought it was a, a go away thing. It was going to go away like the flu. And the other half was saying, hey, this is a big deal. So when that kind of shake up and mix up, you know, you it just and it will never be purely just rocking out smooth. So yeah. that never thought it'd be a year, though. We'll be having the same conversation next year. Oh, man. I'm coming to the station this year. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to call, oh. call win something. something. <laughs> we mailing out prizes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nigga. All right, nigga. Don't come here, nigga. Right. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll mail it to you. What's that? No randos at the station. All uh, right. I, I think so. I think so. I think we're going to be, uh, you know, it's so many people that are iffy about the vaccines and, you know, we got people anti-vaxxers and everything like that. So I think the only way to really combat this is for, you know what I'm saying, everybody to lock in with obviously masks and social distancing, which isn't happening, Then you and to obviously take the vaccine, which so many people are refusing to do. So I think we are going to get to a place where, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be able to get out a little bit more than we did this past summer. But ultimately, I think we're still going to be in a situation where we're dealing with COVID this time next year. Damn. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I was hoping for like a nice fall, get ready for football. You know, we can get to the campfires again and go hang with your friends and, you know, get to some Friday night lights. And But then you start thinking, that's when the flu season start revving up again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as much as we might be tackling, you know, the year, that season, year in, year out, always puts a, you know, damper on health. You know what I'm saying? And then when you got all these new strains and variants they're talking about, you know, coming yep. out of every continent here soon, it seems like. <laughs> it's just I'm getting even, to the point where it's like. And so they say it's a new strain. Of it. A South African I've heard, I've heard of uh, some other variant that's out there, or you know, uh, even I, I saw that Johnson and Johnson got a got a one shot instead of a two now. So it's like they, but it's less effective, and it's like oh, that's the one trying to get to the hood, huh? <laughs> so, so it's just it's with all that, like with all that, all the effort going into to beat COVID nineteen, I think. COVID, other, blah, 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 is going to be just as, you know, it's going to be a mess for a minute. It's going to be a good. mess for a so, minute. Yeah, from what it sounds like, we're going we gonna to be having the same conversation next year, is what y'all saying. I Pray for them so. checks. Pray for them checks. Yeah, right. Right. Need <laughs> that. Need that. Need that. What you think, Dizzle? Man, I don't know. By the way, I was looking at this wedding. Folks was, you know, had their masks <laughs> on, but like I said, nobody was real social distancing. I got another wedding coming up where they said that the it might be up to 200 people there. And I'm like, man, I don't think we everybody got this. Especially, like you said, when everybody ain't taking the vaccine. I, I've never taken a flu shot. Me and my wife was just talking about it. I haven't been to the doctor since junior year of high school. And that's, what, 20, 2009? Damn. My mom Damn, came <laughs> My That's a long ass around. time, bro. That is. That's what I'm saying. You might need to get just a physical if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got insurance, man. You might as well use it, brother. You right. It's been a minute. Sure I mean, I can't, I can't even I can't even lie. I probably ain't been to the doctor for a checkup in like two years. Hold on, what year is this? Oh, yeah, so right. But yeah, probably like two, three years. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. My mom get around two of the virus shot Tuesday, so she get her final dose. She ain't been a month. She ain't been quacking or ribbing. Nope. That's, <laughs> what I, that's what I said. Ribbit. I said you grow extra pinky yet, and she said no. So she she doing well. She been she been calling a little more. I wonder if she just you know she been checking in, seeing seeing what's going on. Like like you a little nervous over there. You miss this? What's going on? I haven't been over there, but man, I went over there uh, this past week just to pick up a box from the garage, and literally, I was like, I ain't been over here in months. Like, we was over there weekly, you know, at least a Sunday dinner with moms or something we was doing. You know, it's, it's just been a whole you know, everything. So, 
Crazy. It's gonna take a little bit for me to get the vaccine. Like I said, I ain't been to the doctor in twelve years. I ain't I ain't in a rush <laughs> to go back. I know I need to. I got the so like, like I got the insurance. Let me go. I'm gonna go ahead and set it up, man. So like you get the vaccine in 2033, then if you, you ain't been in 12 years. Right. <laughs> yeah, Come man. on, brother. It's another another episode. Is that, is that all we got? Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all got some parting thoughts? <laughs> Party shots. Nah, nah I ain't got Good nothing, job. Man. Okay. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. Shouts to me and Dizzle for giving Kev two weeks off on the prep. <laughs> right, it's back, it was back on you next week, man. I <laughs> like, right. it's stressful. Right. <laughs> Y'all about to see how the pot improved next week. Watch, watch, watch the goat come back. No, the goat bro, coming back was, next week on the press. Podcast was excellent, bro. Excellent, different perspective. <laughs> Love it, man. Love it, man. Shit, you can't make this up. Podcast, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, a hey, Dizzle. We'll be out till next week. Peace. Have a good week, fellas. Yes, sir. Peace, easy.